Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, this is The Ramsey Show. It's where we help you win in your life, specifically with your money, your relationships, and in your work. 888-825-5225 is the phone number. That's 888-825-5225. I'm Ken Coleman, joined by John Deloney, and we are here for you this hour. The good doctor is in. The sign is hanging on the door so that means relationship, the mental health questions related to money are just in that category. And uh, we have a lot of fun together. And uh, we'll talk about your work as well. If you feel like I need a bigger shovel, I need more money to get through those baby steps. I feel like I'm overlooked. I don't know what I want to do. Whatever. So we're taking all those questions, your your money, your relationships, your work, 888-825-5225. A question for you before we take a quick call. When you check in, at a hotel do you drop the doctor on them no you've earned it no i don't i appreciate that i don't because we have a mutual friend dr les parrot and i'm outing him he watches the show so this is for him (laughs) he watches on tbn when he checks in he goes dr les no he doesn't i promise you oh no and it irritates me yeah and so So this is my my case my mom and my my wife we're Dr. Deloney long before I was. Right. And so I've so got you these, didn't feel like... Well, by the time I got around to it, they're like, oh, that's cute. And they patted me on the head. <laughs> and we'd already done the celebrating. So, so there yeah. you go. Yeah. Sorry, Les. We love you. My mom named me John. There it is. I love it. All right. Let's get to Ryan, who's joining us now in Orlando, Florida. Ryan, how can we help? Yeah, good afternoon, guys. And thanks for taking the time to talk to me today. Sure. What's going on? So, um, well, I would like to know my question outright is, should I hire a CPA to help get my wife on board with budgeting. <laughs> and so are you serious here had said, uh, I know avoidance cannot be a strategy. And I think that's why I'm reaching out is because we are avoiding. We, we, we don't fight about money because we, the conversation never gets started and we've been married 11 years. Okay. Usually I seek out a professional <laughs> when I, me trying to do it will, it, A, I can't do the task, whether it's, mm-hmm. you know, um, changing the shocks on my car or re-roofing my house or, you know, trimming trees. I don't know how to do it or me trying to do it's going to make it really bad. So have you yeah. tried to talk budgeting with your wife? I, I have. And I would tell you that um, in the past, you know, she has shut down. Um, she's had panic attacks. I usually get an I can't today or will defer to I trust you, babe. And, and, you know, I take it as a compliment, but it leaves me nowhere. And Does, do, do you come at her with spreadsheets? Uh, I have provided one. I've never put it in her face, but I said, when you're ready to talk about it, I have one made, and I've had one made for 11 All years. Right. Let me ask a question here. So when she default, you said she gave you two answers, not today mm-hmm. or I trust you, babe. So when yep. she says, I trust you, babe, mm-hmm. do you actually then create the budget and execute on it? or Absolutely. Did she does she fight against it? Nope. So why do you need to hire a CPA when she's essentially following the budget? She just doesn't because, want to do it. Here's the doozy. Uh, we keep separate accounts because oh. she is paranoid of having um, any financial responsibility. All of the cars, the house, everything's in my name because she chooses to not have her name on it. Do you budget? She does not want that. I get it. Uh, do you budget money for her or is it sh- her income goes in her account? And so this budget we've been talking about is just your income and your account. Explain that to Correct. us. But, but I do track and I know what her cyclicals are. I just 
don't influence them in any way. Oh man, John, the I, onion is there's the, the onion is unpeeling for us here. Um, so <laughs> I'm trying. Here's the best way I can say this: this is just me as a guy who grew up living in Texas. Mm-hmm. I walk to you and I can say, "Hey, my name is John. What's your name?" Mm-hmm. Or I can walk up to you. Where, where, you're where you're in Orlando. Say, mm-hmm. "Hola, me llamo Juan. Como estás? Muy bien, gracias. <laughs> you too." When you mm-hmm. come at your wife with a spreadsheet and say, hey, I would like to talk budgets with you. She knows, A, she can't compete with you. Mm-hmm. B, somewhere along the line in her world, the fear of being left underneath the weight of a bunch of expenditures has set her body on in into fight or flight. And mm-hmm. solving that with Insta data is almost never the right way to approach it. Mm-hmm. If you were to approach her with, Hey, honey, I'm scared to death to do this by myself. Or I'm so lonely. Would you please talk to me about this? Because I feel like I'm on an island. Mm-hmm. Now you're talking a different language. You're talking a language of somebody whose who's, who's emotions feel like they're on fire, whose feelings feel hot. Now I can understand that language. I understand what you're trying to say to me. The spreadsheet we get to after we get through all of the layers yeah, but John, I got to jump in. Yeah. I think that's great advice, but the first issue is they have separate accounts. Well, and but, you you're nailing the trauma issue. But she can't she, for some reason she doesn't trust this guy. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. That's the bigger issue. And it's not the That's budget. where I think he has to come in and say, "Hey, I'm not I haven't proven myself trustworthy to you yet for any number of reasons." And it might not be you, but laying it out that way and yeah. saying, "I need an I, I'm I'm giving you an invitation here." Mm-hmm. Right, hiring a CPA is just hiring a bigger <laughs> spreadsheet and calculator. By the way, the CPA is going to hate you. Yeah, because <laughs> once he realizes yeah. what you've hired him for, he's going to be like, "I'm out." Yeah, you need a marriage counselor before you need a CPA, yeah. brother. Yeah, because the the roots of this thing, Ken's right. The roots of this thing are deeper than budgets. Do you know Ryan specifically what John's what the roots are here? That she's what's going on to where she is this way and doesn't want to have a joint account. She had a financially controlling stepfather that kept them on the wrong side of, uh, they were withheld from everything growing up. Ta-da. Ding, ding, ding. And here's the thing. Um, She had a a tough, um, a tough childhood and it sucks. Mm -hmm. And the the pain there is real. The trauma there is real. The nervous system wiring is real. And then she looked at you and said, I do. Mm -hmm. And so now she has a choice. Am I going to bury this marriage in in memorial to the trauma I had? I'm going to recreate it here, or I'm going to do the terrifying, scary thing, and I am going to seek healing. That's a choice she has to make, but that's not you don't start with that choice with with a, with a ten key with a calculator. Okay, you start that choice with yeah. I want to build a united marriage because my I promise you that's not the only thing y'all are separate on. Fair. I don't know. This is the only, we, we we get along great. We have regular talks. I feel like this is the only thing. Oh, we, I would love to talk to her. I guarantee <laughs> yeah. you. Dude, I guarantee How long have you guys it. been married? Uh, Eleven years. Eleven and a half years. Yeah, John. I I'm interested to see what you think of this. I I want to recommend to Ryan that he pay for counseling sessions. Yeah, absolutely. Him no, lead absolutely. here. Yeah. Nice dinners. Yeah, or whatever beforehand. No like to where she feels super safe and supported. Yep. 
not like, hey, I'm taking you here to get this fixed, but I do agree with you. This is a therapy this issue. This is a bigger issue. My yeah. promise, if you have everything in your life is on on point, it's all together, you're connected, and it's just this weird thing over here, that, that happens so, so rarely. There's something in her world that says she's not safe. I think that's where we start. What do you think uh, about a free copy for his wife, Own Your Past? Absolutely. Your Own Your future. Past and Building an Unanxious Life. That can give you a roadmap to creating something All new right. in your house so you can talk about money. Ryan, hang on the line. Austin will get you both books. That's a gift. But don't force them on her. Just bless her with it. This is The Ranch Show. I want to tell you a true story. I got a letter from Fran in Virginia once. She and her husband, Gary, were loaded down with debt. They decided to get serious and worked for over two years to pay off $65,000. They were able to buy their dream home. Gary had just started a new job and things were looking really good. Six months later, Gary unexpectedly died. Wow tears my heart out. Besides the grief and shock, Fran had no income, was on her own, and her social security benefits couldn't pay the mortgage. Talk about feeling lost and alone. The only good part of this story is that Gary had term life insurance through Xander, so Fran was able to deal with her grief without being overwhelmed with money issues. Sad story, but I share it with you to make a point. For over 25 years, I've been telling you about the importance of term life insurance and protecting your family. Having life insurance is what responsible people do for their families. It's why I tell you every day to go to Xander.com or call them at 800-356-4282. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. Dr. John Deloney joins me in studio here this hour, 888 Hey, uh, if you've been listening to the show or watching the show for a while, and you've got a question, but you're nervous. Can I just tell you, we're going to make you feel really comfortable, at least try. And we're not against you. We're for you. And we're not here to shame you. We're here to support you. So uh, give us a call. 888-825-5225. Money question, relationship question, mental health question, work-related questions. We're here for you. Logan is up in Helena, Montana. Logan, how can we help? Hi, guys. I just want to say thank you, first off, for taking the time to answer this question. So I purchased a vehicle a couple years ago, uh, took out a vehicle loan on it. And when I told one of my friends about this, we made a bet that I would have it paid off by the end of the year. Otherwise, I would have to call you guys. (laughs) Uh, That was a year ago. Uh Uh-oh. And since then, I have not paid it off still and have also taken out a loan on a truck as well. So you you doubled uh, down in some strange way. Yeah. You're like, hey, brother, hold my beer. I can make this. I can make my situation uh, way worse. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Hey, real quick, before well, we dive like into this, kid. what was the other side of the bet? Yeah. What if what if you have paid it off? What would, what would they have to have to done? Uh, just kind of be okay that I had... Oh, taken right. out a loan for oh, that's a, a I was going to say, really boring. No, <laughs> I wish I like would Rachel Lee Cook on She's All That. Like, I'm just a bet. All yeah. right, go ahead. We're that, just a bet. I, that, I think I got the poor end of this thing. Well, you, <laughs> well, you made the dumb bet. You did. Yeah. All right. So what, <laughs> what can we do to What's help your now that you have two loans? Yeah. So I guess my question is, um, is it better for me to sell both vehicles, go out and buy a $5,000 car in cash? Probably. Um, I have the one. The Give us the numbers. One, up for sale. So the first car I owe uh, about seventy five hundred on. What's it worth? Uh, about fifteen. 
Okay. And then the truck I owe eleven five on, and it's worth about fourteen. Yeah. Well, the math on this is really simple. How much do you make? Uh, about uh, after tax or before taxes, sixty k a year. So bring home forty five. Okay. Well, okay. So we always try to answer these things based on what we would do. And if I'm looking at this right here, uh, I'm going to sell. Um, you got three. I mean, I'm going to I'm going to get rid of the. Uh, I'm trying to get to zero here. You only need one car anyway, right? Am I correct? Right. I have I have no need for two vehicles. I'd probably sell the car and take the equity and pay that other truck. Pay the truck right so, off. That's what I'm thinking. And then yeah. you've got a, a multi-use vehicle. You get seventy-five hundred on vehicle yeah. one, is what I wrote down, and the only O. But it's yep. worth fifteen. It's worth fifteen. So yeah, that's what I would do. I take that seventy-five hundred, roll okay. it into the eleven to the eleven-five note that you have, yeah, and get it get that thing paid off in the next four months, and then don't be a knucklehead anymore. That's what I would do. It's pretty simple stuff. <laughs> I mean, you can do it which it's whichever way you want to, but yeah, I'm selling one and paying off the other. But I want to get it done quickly. Okay. And hey, I want to. Yeah, we have a kind of a Ramsey policy, if you will, if you will, like just some some guidelines that the things that you own with wheels don't add up the, to more than half of your income. You're kind of right, right. there-ish, a little bit-ish, sort of, but not quite. Right? Yeah. So, yep. If if they're paid off, then then I think I'd be okay. But but they're not. So. Right. And even in what I like about this conversation is it's it's one step beneath the principles. Do you need two cars? No. All right. We'll sell the car. No. That's what I want to dive into. I'm just curious, Logan. Not to criticize you, but I kind of want to yeah. get into what happened, John, in this situation, so it doesn't happen again. Because the good news is you can get out of this. This is not a deep hole. But I'm just curious, you got some buddies who obviously believe like we believe, no debt, and they make this bet, and not only do you not pay it off, you go get another one. So what was going on in your head that led you to buy two vehicles when you only need one? Yeah, that, that's a good question. So the the idea all along was for me to buy a truck. Um, the car has been for sale now for, for a little while, and yeah, yeah i idea the entire time let's pay that off and then take that equity put it into this truck um but then the truck came up for sale before i had had the car sold so then i ended up with car loan on the truck car loan on the car so you you have trouble with with self-control uh at times yeah, yeah. all right so the only way this works yeah, I, long term is you're gonna take control you're gonna find yourself in this exact situation in a few months because someone's going to say, hey, man, the gas prices or whatever. And you're going to think, yeah, I need to keep my eyes open for just a small car. And then one's going to pop up. And you're going to be like, oh, I'll get a loan out. Same thing's going to happen again. Until you decide, I'm never going to borrow money on a car again. Period. Yeah. It's never going to again. It's, it, it becomes part of my identity. It's who I am. I don't do that. Yeah. And I have an 06 truck right now that the locking mechanism doesn't work so every time i open the car to close it again i have to stick a pin or a key in there i just haven't taken it to get it fixed and dude i just i'm not gonna go buy a new truck see what i'm saying like because i just don't yeah. do that it's just not a thing yeah all right Logan. Okay. That's what, hey listen you I, can do this first of all you know what to do you need to do it but the bigger issue is how did i get myself in this mess and i'm lucky 
I would say you're lucky here uh, that you didn't get into a bigger hole. Because people do this with homes. People do this with crazy stuff. $100,000 trucks. Yeah. I mean, hey, I could I, go on and on and on. How, how long have you had your car for sale? Uh, three or four months. Yeah, lower the price, dude. Yeah, that's the other issue. Yeah. Check the Kelly yeah. Blue Book and get make it attractive. It. Yeah, make it attractive. Get underneath it. Get rid of the car. The burden is more important yeah. than, I'm going to get that extra $500 or whatever. Who cares? Sell a car. Yeah. All right, Logan. Let's do this. Uh, are you are you you lost a bet, so you had to call the Ramsey Show. How familiar are you with our baby yep. steps and that process? Oh, completely. I've been listening to you guys for years. I oh, okay. Made, right. I made some dumb decisions, and I knew it. All right. Hey, listen. There's no shame in your game. I mean, that's not what we're getting at. I just was going to give you some resources. Uh, maybe you know, kind of get you started on every dollar, something along those lines. Because if you begin to take control of this, we all have impulse control. Right, like yeah. I, I have to be careful how many bags of nacho chips are in my house, John. I've got to be because careful about the when I walk in into house. the pantry, if I see two or three bags or a bag, there's a real chance that I might get into one of them it's late at happen. night. Right? right, so the impulse control. So the idea is, is so now I've got to set some disciplines in place to where I go. All right, I shouldn't eat after seven o'clock. Right or whatever, and so this in this case, you know, you've got some impulse control, and so like John said, I'm never going to take out a loan again, like ever. And you got to make that commitment. That's a big decision. John Maxwell said this years ago. John, I uh, remember sitting there and listening to it before I ever met him, and I'm sitting there, and he talked. He was talking to all these young guys, young leaders, and he says, "Make the big decisions in life early, and then manage them the rest of your life." I love that. You know, well, and here, and that's psychology. It is, but but like what you said, know? it means go go upstream. What what's going upstream in the Coleman House? We don't. I can't buy chips because right. I'm going to eat them. Right, right. I could, but I don't. I don't want to fight that fight every day. I'm just going to buy them. Right. In my house, I'm not, don't bring candy into the house because you're going to eat all of it. You just are. <laughs> and yes, I could white knuckle it and I could figure it out. I get to the bottom of why I eat. just don't bring it in the house. Yeah. Right. Similar here. If I am Logan, I would go put a freeze on my credit report so that. Somebody oh, can't good. just pull a report. I at least put a hurdle in front of me. That's good. That the next time I get an impulse to go get the car right now, at least somebody's going to stop me and say, hey, we can't do this loan. You need to make a phone call. Yeah. And then that may be your moment, right? But do some things upriver to put some hurdles in your way. Yeah. And that's that's what John Maxwell's talking about. That's managing those big rocks. Yeah. Right? It's so much easier, isn't it? When we go, I'm making this commitment, and now what do I have to do to keep this commitment? Well, it's easy to not eat chips. You don't have any chips in the house, that's right? That's true. Gosh, I it's, love some chips. I do too. I could use some chips. I'm telling you. We'll see what happens, folks. Don't move. We got to do a couple quick uh, commercial messages. You know how it works, but we're not going anywhere. Don't you either. This is the Ramsey Show. Welcome back to the Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. Dr. John Deloney joins me. Triple eight eight two five five two two five. This is your show, America, because we talk about your life. Specifically, are you winning with your money? Are you winning in your work? Are you winning in your relationships? I can tell you this. If just one of those is a dumpster fire, it's going to affect the others. And many times, they're all interconnected. It's why we talk about it that way. And that's why we take calls on all of those topics. Would love to hear from you today. 888-825-5225. Let's go to Detroit, the Motor City. It's the Rock City, yeah. Detroit Rock City. Detroit Rock. Well, it's the Motor City, it's technically, both. but I like it. Mary, how are you? 
Hi. Um, thank you for taking my call. Um, I am just wondering how to best um, support my husband in being the leader of our home, especially when it comes to finances, because he would definitely prefer that I take the reins in pretty much everything in our life. And I know that's really unhealthy for him. And um, I just don't know where to start. Are you Um, somebody who would let the reins go? I, I have to work really hard to, to always try and like make him make the decision, if that makes sense. Yeah, but I'm not, not sure that you answered. Him. I don't think you answered John's question. Let's say that uh, your hubs comes in today and go, hey, I haven't been leading like I ought to. I'm going to take over this, 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 and this. What's your reaction? Yes. Do you really let go? I, yeah. Or, yes. hey, honey, we're going to eat would. here tonight. And you go, great. Yeah. So wh- I don't say great, but I would say sure, or I would say like. <laughs> Hold on, Mary. Can I jump in as a guy who's been married 25 years? If Stacy says yeah. sure to me, I have a follow-up question. <laughs> uh, every time. John, am I right? Hey, can we eat here? Sure. sure. Then I go, well, where would you? My immediate reaction to that from Stacy like, is. Where do you want to eat? Where would you like to eat? Yeah. Am I right? <laughs> So, okay, hey, Mary, sure, yes. let me ask you this. I would say I would love to. If he's offering to take me out to eat, then I would say yes to whatever he wants. Okay, paint me. I want, yes, to, I want I you would. to step back a little bit. The word lead means a diff, something different to everybody. Paint me a picture of what leadership, what you want from him specifically. Give me two or three things. Very specifically, you would like mm-hmm. him to take the lead on and let you fully exhale in your home. What is it? Um, finances for sure. Okay. What does um, that mean? Him go make like, more money or he like pays the we bills? We are going shopping. We are going shopping on Saturday. This is how much we have. Could you please maybe get a list together for me of what you think is missing or what we should be looking for? So you want him to make the shopping list and go do the shopping? Um, he doesn't have to make the list, but just, just, just basically making a plan and committing to it. Okay. Or if he says that we're going to do something as a family, mm-hmm. then being like, okay, this is what we need to budget for it. This is when I want it to happen. Okay. Instead what's, of just. What's the next thing? What's what's another th- picture of leadership that you have? Um, knowing knowing that let's say I need to work so many hours in a week, or he needs to work so many hours in a week, and then like making that happen, or um. We need to sell these things in the house. Okay, this Saturday, we're going to spend four hours just going through this room and putting stuff on. You're not talking about leadership. You're talking about like you want someone to be engaged in your marriage and in your life. Yeah, I I want to do a follow up. Let's go back to the second one. Uh, He tells me he knows how many hours he needs to work and he does it. That, to me, we got deep pretty quick there. That tells me, unless I misunderstood, that tells me uh, he's not being proactive, or at least you don't think he's being proactive in working as much, i.e. making as much money as he could be. Is that correct, or am I wrong? Um, no, like he works like he works a full-time job and he was working um, an evening job because like we really, really need the income. Um, 
but we decided that I make more money per hour than he does. And my work is pretty flexible. Like I work at part-time for an accounting firm, but I could work as many hours as I want in the evenings. So we had made the decision that he was going to um, put in his two weeks at his evening job. And then I would work in the evenings. but it keeps turning into, Oh, Hey, can we do this first? Or, Oh, Hey, this needs to be done. And I feel like, I don't want to be like, okay, I'm ready to walk out the door as soon as he gets home and I just leave. I feel like that's rude. Okay, and here's what you've said multiple times. I feel, I feel, mm-hmm. I feel, I feel. And I'm speaking on his behalf. You haven't sat down and said, hey, you lied to me. We have those conversations. Okay, all right. Or we do. I feel like you are completely unengaged in this marriage and in this house. Unintentional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? You're married to a child mm-hmm. and you're tired of being his mom too. Fair? Right. I don't want to be. Yes. Okay. I don't think that's my job. You're exactly and I, right. And every time I try and step back, we are all of a sudden three months behind in rent mm-hmm. or we have our accounts been overdrawn for days in a row. And it's like, where did the money go? Oh, you're supposed to be working. Oh, but you asked like, so I keep trying to work more, but I also, we also have two young kids. Yeah, have you sat down with him and said, "Honey, I'm 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 scared to my bones." Mm-hmm. That, after the and what does he say? After the live stream, what does he say? Um, he apologizes. Okay, and then we have the same conversation. You know, what do you, it, what do you know about his? About. What do you know about his background? Why? What? What do you think? Tell John what his, you think is he's going just on. His with mom him. running his life. Gotcha. He grew up with his mom running his life. So, so we could mm-hmm. say, and I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to hang something on this guy, but we're talking to his wife, John. Right. Is it immaturity? Feel right. like this is an extremely immature situation. Yes, and where I have no compassion for him, like just as a guy who works really hard to be a good husband and be a good dad and to work really hard at my job, like I don't have, I get not having compassion there. On the other side. I have great compassion for a guy who simply d- opens up his toolkit to help out when he has a wife saying, I'm scared, I need your mm-hmm. help, and he looks in his toolkit, and there's no tools in there. Yeah, And that's why I, the reason I asked you to be very specific mm-hmm. is this doesn't yeah. feel sexy, it doesn't feel romantic, it doesn't feel like Hollywood said right. it was, it doesn't feel like the notebook, but he may need some very clear guidance. I need right. you to do this. Yeah, And if you've already done that, and he looked at you, and you remember, behavior is a language. If he either said these words or acted these words, I don't really care. What makes you feel safe? I'm, I don't really care. I'm not going to do that. Then you have to stop doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. You have to choose reality, and reality is, I am married to a guy that does not care about his wife or his kids. He cares about... Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. And well, he lives like he lives he he lives more like by his emotions. So, like, if we have a conversation, or or like I have a meltdown, a breakdown in front of him, and he has a conversation, then he apologizes and he goes into what I call like the puppy dog stage. Yep, where he's like nervous about everything he says. Well, and that's that's why or I started this whole call. Really I started like this whole call. Hours. I started the whole call asking you: Is he allowed to lead in his own home? 
do you have do you lead do you live by your emotions too and leadership for you means you never feel scared or uncomfortable or sad or tired because if that's what leadership is for you it it doesn't exist if you talk i don't understand what you're asking i'm saying if leadership means i want a man that i never feel sad or scared or worried about money or frustrated or tired that's not leadership that's fantasy it's not real If you right. want, if you no, want a, a co-parent and a co-partner, uh, right. if you want that, and you want him to take the lead on some things, yeah, man, that's all in. You got to be very, very specific. And if he looks at you and says, "I can't do this," and tell him, "I don't want a puppy dog. I don't want. Oh, I'm okay. I'm asking you. I need you to do these things." And then if he chooses not to, then you have to live in that reality. And I'd go see a counselor ASAP. Got to right away. Hey, Austin, hook them up with one of our financial coaches to get this process started. This is the Rangers. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. Dr. John Deloney joins me. We're here for you this hour, 888-825-5225. Let's go to the City of Angels, Los Angeles, California. Christine joins us there. Christine, how can we help? Hi. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, how are you guys? Well, we're having a blast. How are you? You, ha- you handle it? Deep breath, ready to go? We're here to help. <laughs> um, I'm good. Hi. So um, I'm 31. I'm married. Um, I have a daughter. Me and my husband have been listening for about like five months now. We're on baby step number two mm-hmm. with 14000 in credit card debt. Um, now, my question isn't with that. Um, my question is actually, I decided to go back to school, nursing school. Mm-hmm. Um, and private school will be around like $70,000 and it'll be done in two years. But also there's another choice of like community college, mm-hmm. but it'll be, it'll be done with like three to five years, depending on how fast I do it. Mm-hmm. How much will that um, cost? So it's going to be around like less than 15000 So it'd be 15000 mm-hmm. And tell but me what the difference. Five years. Yeah, but three to five based on how much you can do. So mm-hmm, do you yeah. know what would have to be, uh, what the hours would be, let's just say on a week or a month, in order to get done in three years at 15K? What would that require of you time-wise? That's actually like um, the good thing about the community college is because they have night classes. So I can still work in the morning and like do at least three to four classes every semester well and that, that gets you done in three years mm-hmm, yes. Likely, yes and i bet christine it's you can do it faster is this is a no-brainer here's why private schools <laughs> often will put you in what they call a cohort and it's very prescribed mm-hmm. every every hour is written out for you everybody does the same class exactly. in the same order at the same time exactly. and a community college feels more um it feel it, it's more like it's like a buffet come get what you want when you want it and they're going to mm-hmm. tell you it's going to take about three to five years because that's the average it takes somebody who's taken two classes at a time, maybe a third class, and then I got to drop back to one class because I got a kid that's sick. And so it takes about three to five that's years. That's how I started, actually. Do what? Uh, that's how I started. I actually already started with community Excellent. college with one class. Okay, well, listen, the the course load to, to licensure is the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so that it means is. you can do this in two years. You just have to follow that that level of curriculum that it would take. You would be doing in the private school, just taking the right amount of classes at the right time, or take it, do it in three years, and and get on with your life, right? 
Christine, I I'm mm-hmm. I wonder if this if this is not about the money. Because you just had already thought this through. As soon as I said, well, is it possible for you, for your family, for your day job to do this? You were like, oh, yeah, well, I could do this. This is three nights. So you've already run this through. So are you, are you, is there a deeper concern that you have as it relates to? What? (laughs) It's more the time of like it being three to five years or like two years, just finish it, they'll do it. Like, you know, they already have the set schedule for you, but also the money that I'll be missing because I'll be part-time at my work. So you're going to have to be part-time to do the private school option? Yeah, but my point is, I think that's off the table, and I think you know that. When you called, I think you were leaning towards community college, except you were like, oh, (laughs) is it going to take longer? My point is, uh, do you remember the last time you saw a nurse yourself? Uh, a nurse, my, I worked yeah. in hospice. Okay, but I'm yeah. saying, I want you, the last time you were a patient and a nurse worked with you, do you remember that? Yes. Okay. Did you ask the nurse where she went to school? Actually, yes. Okay, what'd she say? She went to community college. Did That's she kill you? Did, did you all of a sudden judge her because of that? Yeah, she started jabbing you with needles no. all willy-nilly and crazy? All right, that's my point. No, that's no, she was amazing. She was amazing. Yeah. Let me course. tell you something, Christine. This is very simple. This is a conversation with your husband to look at mm-hmm. what is life going to look like to knock this out in two to three years. To John's point, I got to take X amount of night classes to knock it out quickly. I'm saving a lot of money by doing this. It's just going to cost yeah. me time. Can we do this? Hubs is on board. Your child, your yeah. daughter. How old is she? She's six. Six. She has no concept of time. She's going to be fine. <laughs> uh, this is a family meeting about time and how our family's going to have to adjust to this. We're going to count the cost Because from the money standpoint, this is not even a conversation. Well, I, I get yeah. what you... Community so, college all the way. Well, hold on. So, but Christine, is I, somebody told you this math. They said, hey, mm-hmm. you're going to make 85000 as a nurse here in Los Angeles or a hundred. Yeah. And if you get done one year faster... You're going to make about fifty-five or sixty thousand more. Well, that's how much you're paying extra to go to private school. So, why don't you just get it done? Where that falls on its head is you are paying the private school sixty thousand dollars to force you to get this done in two years. Just do it yourself. Yeah, save sixty thousand dollars. Remove the stupid tax. Everybody else buys that. Exactly the story you knew. (laughs) Do what? You knew the story that someone told me. Of course yeah. they did. They're like, We've oh, heard what about the before. lost wages? And all? Yeah, that's fair. But that's not your case. Now, if you fart around and do like one class and then one class, and then your kid is suddenly 11 or 12, yeah. and you have two classes left and it's five years, yeah. But that's on you. I'm not going to pay a school $60,000 to force me in to do something. I'm just going to go do it. Yeah. It's a marketing Definitely. message, Christine. There's a reason why all those colleges have really big and nice buildings. Because they charge lots and lots of dollars. And they know how to market it. Yeah, they got a compelling conversation in their head that they've tested and it works on you. So we just deconstructed it. But use your common sense here. This is awesome. You're going to be a nurse quicker than you think. Fantastic. Uh, You're going to save $60,000. Oh, my gosh. I mean, just the it's mind-blowing yeah. to me. It's mind-blowing. Just absolutely crazy. Uh, all right, let's go to James in Cincinnati. James, how can we help? Hey, guys, thanks for taking my call, Ken, John. You bet. Good to hear from you. So, like a lot of callers, I'm in a mountain of debt. Um, I'm 40 years old. I'm behind on my retirement goal that I 
that I hope to achieve someday. And I have an opportunity to double my income. I work remotely and currently have a job and I have an opportunity to take a second job on top of that. So I'm looking for advice on, you know, do I do it? Do I pull the trigger and say yes to that? What would be the reason why you wouldn't do it knowing that you're in a lot of debt and behind on your retirement goals? Right. I don't have one. Mm, then it's a pretty simple answer. Ta-da! It's called bigger shovel. Dave Ramsey's talked about that for a long time. More income, I mean, calendar bigger shovel. management and stress, calendar management and stress be the only kind of downfall. Which is why I asked you, what would be the reason not to do it? Is that a big fear or can that be managed? I hope so. Well, no, no. No. We don't hope so. <laughs> but also, but you're, you're stressed right now at how much you owe and how behind you are. So it's it's stress I mean, for yeah. stress. Is three years of this is going to suck? Is that worth um, the rest of your life? The back forty five years of your life to be free? If not, cool. Well, let, let, let me kind of paint a picture. Then I've got a seven year old. I've got a baby on the way in April. My wife's not going to work when the baby comes. Yep. Um, and I'm I'm looking at probably thirteen months, and we'll be free. Yes. It's a no-brainer. This is absolutely every day of the week and twice on Sunday you say yes to this no second brainer. job. Your wife's going to be home to take right. care of the kids. You're fine. You'll be tired. You'll be okay. But this is this is a no-brainer. You have to do this. Your seven-year-old will turn eight and not have any memory of this, and your newborn won't yeah. remember any of it, and your wife will th- say, thank God I have a man who went and yeah. did what we had to do so that I could stay home with this baby. That's a breath of fresh air. I appreciate you. And by the way, James, will this be fun? No. Will it be terrible? Yes. Will you be mad halfway through? Oh, it'll be furious. Do it anyway. Yeah. Do it anyway. You're going to exchange the stress of debt. I like how you put this for a stress of activity. For instance, uh, I was working out last night. I'm in a new routine, John, Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to lie to you. I hate this part of it. Mm -hmm. Hate it. It sucked really bad. Felt great an hour later. I'm sitting at home. told my wife, I go, man, I feel pretty good. Yeah. I did not feel that way in the middle of the routine of that that workout. So it's what you're getting on the other side here, James. So buckle up. This is going to change your life forever. Absolutely. Yes. 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 And yes. Good man. Way to step up. Love it. Congrats, by the way, on the new one, the little one. That's going to be a lot of fun. And boy, are you going to be setting that child up for a great future as a result of this 13 month grind? That's how you're looking at this. John Deloney, great hour. James Childs, our fearless leader, thank you and the crew for keeping us on the air. And you, America, for listening. This is The Ramsey Show.